0: You got
1: you're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating
0: the positive, it's not just fad, it's, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else?
1: Good morning, you're with Karen accentuating the positive on FM 99.3. And I've got a couple of people in the studio Katia and Ranjit. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Uh, Ranjit. Vula. I don't know if I'm getting your name right. Tell that's, me. If that's I'm...
0: perfectly all right.
1: <laughs> you know, you're one of the speakers. Katir is a, a passionate I don't know. What would you call yourself, Katia? She's just crazy. She's crazy like me and yeah. does things, you know, not for money, but, you know, to help help our world, help uplift and expand consciousness and educate people. So she's putting on a Social Good Summit meetup in Sydney in October. They're,
2: they've been happening across the globe, haven't they, Katia, for yeah, that's right. a few years? How many years now? So, uh, so the Social Good Summit uh, was born in uh, New York and is really on the back of when the United Nations Assembly and all the older leaders of the world, they come together to see how we are tracking as a, uh, in, in the world and, and how we are tracking towards the Millennium Development Goals or this year, the Sustainable Development Goals. Are we doing well? Are we actually being able to eradicate poverty, anger and so on? And so when they meet, uh, is as you can imagine, it's quite closed door. So the Social Good Summit was born by the hand of the United Nations Foundation right. about six years ago to make sure that everybody is included in this conversation. Yeah, so we fantastic. are bringing together multiple people it's all I Hannibal know he's got so many that. speakers. We're going to come back and have a
1: chat with Katya and Ranjit after a song or two. So it's the peace weekend with International Peace Day on Monday. What are you doing to create more peace in your mind, in your heart, in your world, in your family, in your neighbourhood? What are you doing? It's a question that all of us should ask ourselves at some point. So we're going to come back and talk to the guys all about the Social Good Summit. <laughs> I think he's saying, give peace a chance. What do you think? (laughs) It's an oldie but a goodie, John Lennon. Talking about peace, it's a conversation that is still pertinent today, all those years later. And I've got a couple of guests in the studio. Good morning, you with Karen, and Accentuating the Positive, Katya and Ranjit, who are putting on the Social Good Summit. We had a bit of a chat, to Katya, before what it's about, but we're going to hear more about it because you've got some amazing speakers.
2: Yeah, that's right. So uh, we have about 25 speakers. We are bringing some uh some of those from Thailand, um, people that are working in the human trafficking, also uh, people that work in human rights, a photographer, uh, Vlad uh, Sukin. And the majority are uh, opinion leaders from Australia that work uh, in social goods. Um, they come from corporations, non-for-profits, some people from government as well, uh, academia. Uh, that's why I brought here, Ranjit, to come with me today. So it's, it's an amazing portfolio of, it's going to be a, an amazing day and a great day. So it's one day. It's only over one day, isn't it? It's not. It's not two days. Yes, that's right. We uh, we decide to start. So the Social Good Summit for the first time in Australia this year. This is going to be an ongoing conference. This year we decide to go just one day. Uh, let's see what happens in the future. But uh, it's been so exciting and and the people have been, have been so supportive that we may do uh, two days next year. Who knows? Yeah,
0: I'm sure it'll be two days next year. <laughs> There's been a lot of support for oh, this uh, particular event. Great. So it's great. Good, good. It's at the University of Sydney uh, Law School cool. at the Camperdown Campus.
1: And tell me, Ranjit, what are you speaking about on the day? What's your portfolio?
0: What I do at the University of Sydney Business School is um, I'm a director for the Poverty Alleviation and Profitability Research Group. It sounds very strange. That's
1: a mouthful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But the the key idea there is how is it possible for for for-profit businesses to both alleviate poverty and to make money at the same time? So that's some of the issues that um, I'll be talking about. Complex issues such as poverty requires, you know, many different people to work together and I guess one of the missing pieces so far has been what has been business been doing in the context of poverty. Normally, it's garments and non-profits who do this. But what role can business play along with garments and non-profits? Because poverty is such a big issue. And I think as many people that can get involved, the better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the solutions? Maybe just one.
0: Example, you mean?
1: Mm, yeah, example of okay. uh, how business can help alleviate poverty. Because, you know, the balance is just so crazy. Like here in the West, it's just, you know, it's crazy. And you look at the majority of the world that is living under the poverty line. I mean, so many billions of people are living. Uh, it's just crazy. It's just it
0: is. Um, so a great example uh, has been a case study called M-Pesa in Kenya. So uh-huh. I don't know if you know, but about two point five billion people in the world don't have bank accounts. Two point
1: uh, five billion 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 right. people do not have bank bank accounts.
0: accounts. So what so happened? So they
1: stash the cash under the mattress.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. and they have to go to a bank, which may be one day away by bus, uh-huh. uh, if they want any banking work. So what uh, Waterphone and Sapricom did was they actually came up with a mobile phone that you can actually transfer money. And what that did.
1: Um, But I'm thinking, if they don't have a bank account, they don't have a mobile phone either.
0: Actually, you'll be very surprised. Really, Um, they're very entrepreneurial. Um, I'm from India, and almost everybody, despite your status, has a mobile phone. Really? Uh, Yeah. So what? So what they've done is, I guess, they've kind of jumped technologies. So before we had landlines, Uh but it seems to me that all the many of the poor at least, um, seems to have access to a mobile phone. Wow. Which is oh, quite incredible.
1: Yeah, there you so, go. That is incredible. That's yeah. an amazing statistic. So they've skipped the bank and the landline. They've gone straight to the mobile phone.
0: Mobile phone and banking too on it. We're probably behind actually <laughs> in mobile <laughs> no, I banking. I bank
1: on my mobile phone. They say it's not safe. Well, anyway. <laughs> go on. So what was this? these people doing with their creating bank account so people can bank on the phone?
0: Yeah. So for example, if you look at, a, say, a poor woman who lives in Kenya, if she has to go to the bank you have to remember that the village is about an hour from i'm sorry maybe a day sometimes to the capital city where the bank is and they're daily laborers so if they have to forego a daily wage to take the bus one day and try to go to the bank and in the bank obviously if they're illiterate they can't read the stuff and they Mm -hmm. might have to come back so this bypassed all of that and it actually increased their financial literacy and they've been so entrepreneurial they're actually coming up with new business models based on this technology. So by increasing the financial literacy, you obviously increase the economic skills. Another great example is of a farmer. Before, if he wanted um, laborers, um, he had to go to the city and get them in. Mm-hmm. Now he can do it on the phone, um, <laughs> saving over uh, you know, a day's um, wages, I guess. At the same time, uh, they actually made around $280 million profit based uh-huh. on that. So it is possible, difficult, but um, very well, possible. I actually
1: think it's very possible and probable. I mean, and not difficult. I don't know. Have you heard of B1G1, buy one, give one? So it's a, it's a charitable, you've heard of it, Katia, okay. yeah. 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 But yeah, it is very possible for, you know, I see that like every business, they have to pay a percentage for tax. Why can't they put another percentage away for charitable, like every business mm. should be, every business I feel in the West should be giving to support mm. the poverty in the rest of the world.
2: It's easy to do. Yeah, there, there is so many examples. Um, uh, we have, for instance, uh, speaking in our conference, Dustin Leonards, he's the CEO of uh, Hero Condoms, um, mm. Everything starts... Hero condoms. He, he, the, hero <laughs> condoms, that's right. So he's a 28-year-old guy that starts at university. He starts his assignments and f- set up a, a condoms um, company. Yeah. And for each condom that you sell in Australia, the, he donates one to Botswana. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. his, his mission in life is to actually fight against HIV. And he just signed contracts with major distributions in Australia. So he's really ramping up. There are so many models, Mm. social entrepreneurs. Uh, The reality is that uh, I've been studying somehow this topic as well. In Australia, if you are under 30, your organization have a social purpose. There are so many... The, the corporate world is, is really, really looking into social good at the moment. Oh, yeah. it's so exciting, isn't it? It gives mm. you hope for the future. It makes me want to cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it really does. It gives you hope for the future. Because, you know, when you listen to the mass media and the newspapers and and news. You think that the world's a terrible place, but when you speak to people like you and, and hear what other people are doing, it gives you, you know, hope that the world is not such a bad place. There are some incredible people on this mm-hmm. planet doing amazing things. I'm gonna play another song now and we'll come back and have a chat and hear more about the Social Goods Summit. There's just so many incredible speakers we'll hear about some of the speakers coming up. I've got Katya and Ranjit in the studio with me from the Social Good Summit coming up in October. What's the date? 10th of October. 10th of October. There you go. 10th of October and then the 10th of November is the Peace Prize. It's all happening on the 10th. It must be a good number. (laughs) (laughs) And tell me how you put this together, Katya. I mean, obviously you saw that it was happening overseas. How did you get all these people on board? You've got so
2: many people on board. It's fantastic. Well, everything started last year when, uh, when I decided to uh, go on a journey and say, what type of difference can I make in the world? So I uh, heard about the Social Good Summit. I booked myself a ticket to go to New York and be part of the conference. OK. And when I re- arrived there, I realized that Australia was never part of the conversation. Shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We are such a bright country. So I decided to uh, pull this together. contact the United Nations Foundation and said, I- I'm going to do this. Yeah. And this has uh, been a bit of a journey since then. <laughs>
1: Look, putting on any event, I'd put on the Peace Day event last year. It's always a journey putting on an event. And how did you get all the speakers together? So you've got how many people speaking? About 20? 25. 25 25. speakers over one day. How long do they get to speak each?
2: Well, uh, we have a combination of uh, short talks, about 10, 15 minutes, and a combination of panels, discussions. We have some uh, performers as well, Paulini. Is uh, coming on board to sing a couple of songs for us. Oh, great, Paulini! Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Paulini, that's right. Yeah, go um, ahead. So she was the winner of the first X Factor, I think. Wasn't uh, it? Yes, uh, I think Australian so. Australian Idol. Yeah, uh, a Idol Idol, Idol.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, she's great. She's a great singer. Yeah, yeah, there is
2: also a promotional video that we are going to issue in the next few days where Pauline is promoting the Social Good Summit. So uh, very grateful to have her on board. Go uh, Pauline, there you go. That's right. <laughs> so there is a combination of uh, talks, uh, a bit of a, a video bites as well. It's going to be a, a fabulous day.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think one of the key questions we'll be asking that day is to ask yourself, whoever comes to the summit, the question, Where does your passion meet the greatest uh, of the world's deeds? Where
1: does your passion meet the greatest of the world's needs? For example, good question. So what
0: is it that you do in your professional life? Is there anything that you can do with that to be able to help with a particular social issue that you're passionate about? And people like every individual, it doesn't matter if you're working, not working, you earn a lot of money, or not earning any money. I think everybody has a role to play in solving you know this very complex issues that we're talking about such as hunger and poverty
1: Mm. well people like rock stars have been talking about it for a long time you know uh, i was contacted by a young man who i'll probably connect you to who's um, got a huge social conscience and he's got a he's got an idea but he was uh, he put out a video was it Bob Geldof raised something like $300 million in 1980 with Live Aid yes. for poverty? And mm-hmm. and that's sort of money, you know? It just thinks, what happened to that money? Like, did it make a dent in the poverty? Just, wow. It's just crazy to think that that amount of money was raised in 1987, I think it was, when he put on the Live Aid concert. Mm-hmm. And does does the world look any better? So I don't know if it is if it is a money issue, if, if like throwing money at things is, is the way to Go. What
2: do you think? Yeah. Well, I think that uh, what we need to recognize and realize is, uh, so the, the United Nations set up a target in 2000, 2015, uh, which we call the Millennium Development Goals, that they were all around eight targets all around the eradication of poverty, anger, and so on. And we need to realize that the progress that we've made in the last 15 years is just Amazing. We probably don't notice that in our day-to-day life because life is the same, Yeah. but the world made a big difference for people that live under $1.25 a day. Those are the ones that are, and millions of people, they came out of poverty. So the Sustainable Development Goals, which is the next 15-year target, they are 17 goals. We are really keen to promote those as well. Uh, is, is somehow a frame of that help everybody to actually progress towards that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm absolutely confident that this is the moment. This is the moment where corporations are awakening. People are creating consciousness. We are connected over the Internet. We have a frame and you know, we want to to make them really, really famous. What are those goals that we are all working for that? And we want to bring everybody to the party and say, how can we work together to achieve those? So I'm very confident that in the next 15 years we can take a lot more out of poverty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, to be a little bit more specific with the details, with the Millennium Development Goals and the Sustainable Development Goals, about a billion people have been um, lifted out of uh, extreme poverty, which is defined as less than $1.25 a day. So they do uh, make a big difference. But of course, things such as poverty are huge issues and it has to be consistently dealt with mm. uh, and looked upon. So,
1: yeah. so some of the speakers, 25 of them, oh, shall we go through all of them? <laughs> Probably not. Look, just go to the socialgoodsummit.com.au and you can see the speakers there. There's quite a few. Chris Rain, the founder and the CEO of Hello Sunday Morning, he's an inspirational guy. I've I've yeah. seen him talk and I've uh, spoken to Jamie about what they're doing, which is Hello Sunday morning is just about getting people, you know, to think about how much alcohol they consume. Maybe, maybe you don't need to drink every time you go out. Maybe there's, you know, something in that. And who else? Brendan
2: Ferguson, Indigenous Practice Leader of Social Social Goods Ventures Australia. Mm -hmm. So I guess that all the speakers, they were absolutely handpicked. And the reason for that was we were looking for people that are using their skills to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of them, they are not highly known. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, for instance, Patrick Moore, just to give an example, he's a personal trainer that is helping women Uh, in Australia and in India to fight against violence. Mm. So we we handpick people that had somehow used their skills and we want to inspire everybody to think what you are good at and how can you make a difference uh, to make the world a better place.
0: Yeah. We also have uh, several academics, like uh, the dean of the University of Sydney Business School. He's really passionate about the fact that we should be leaders for good. So, you know, what is the purpose of business? Does it only have to be about making money or do we have a bigger role to play? We have another great academic, Susan Goodwin, who's an associate professor in policy studies. And, you know, she's been working a lot on kind of dealing with poverty in the context of Australia. know, a lot of NGOs, for example, we have chief operating officer of the Brian Holden Vision, looking at affordable eye care around the world and they've done some amazing work on that too. So we have a broad range of speakers, all amazing and inspiring.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you'd be interested in going along, you can uh, get your tickets at socialgoodsummit.com.au. And also we've got a couple of double passes to give away to subscribers. Congratulations, guys. It's really fantastic what you're doing. And you've done a really good, having, knowing how hard it is to put on an event. You've done really well. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you very much. Yes. Yeah. So remember, if you're interested in looking at the Social Goods Summit, go to the social goodsummit.com.au and uh, I'll be podcasting this too so go to karenswain.com and you'll see it there as well remember to go to our facebook page accentuate the positive radio on facebook I update what's coming up on the show and lets you know about interviews when they're online. If, if you miss something, someone talked about it and you want to listen to it online, you can find us there or you can go to the website com.